guys what I am up. It is 2.36 a.m. And my organs is moving around. And I literally slept for almost two days. And now I'm up. And my business is about to be this podcast. Y'all already know that I love y'all. That I love myself. I don't even feel like saying that right now. Because I'm upset. And my body is literally giving me insomnia right now. And I ate a freaking green pepper. And for those that don't know about green peppers, I'm going to let you know. I ate it raw. And it is rich in vitamin C, B6. It's the greatest way to increase fiber and nutrients that intake and nutrient intake and while protecting the heart, eyes, and gut health. And commonly, I didn't know this. It's actually a fruit. Apparently, to the medically viewed by Sade Meeks, SMRD nutritionist, by Jillian Kubala, MSRD. It was a study that was put out by Healthline. August 23rd, 2021. That is typically a type of fruit. It has thick walls, a bell shape, or a bell shape. Comes in various colors, red, yellow, and even purple. Never seen purple, but definitely had red and yellow. And... The green one is supposed to be less sweet than the red and yellow. They have slight bitter taste. And like I said, I ate it raw. It's about 30 calories. If you cook it, it's probably about 15 or 10 calories. The protein is 1.3 grams. The carbs is 7 grams. The fiber, 2.6 It has vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin K, potassium, and B6. And we're going to go over some other lovely things. Because this is partially what's maybe keeping me up. Because literally, it put me on the freaking toilet. Like, I keep it 100 with y'all. Like, I was on the toilet. Yeah, I know. I always listen to my music by Pandora. So, it's good for your gut health. Um, it helps your digestive system function optimally. 
by preventing constipation and promoting healthy gut bacteria. It's good to try it as a snack or with hummus or in your salad or stir fry or chili. It contains health benefiting plant compounds. So it provides flavonoids, vitamin C, carotenoids. These are words I never heard of. Don't get me lying, y'all. But since I'm up, we're just going to talk about something that I have recently had. Um, it has high blood concentration, antioxidants. It reduces heart disease, cancer, and all causes of mortality. That's interesting. It actually made my heart beat really fast. Saying that I watched a movie today called Monkey King. I almost called it Dragon King. My mom said I called it Dragon King earlier, but it's Monkey King. And he was talking about trying to become immortal and all of this stuff. But most people know or they don't know that, you know, apparently we're not supposed to be immortal anymore because we ate from the the, the tree of wisdom and the tree of life and all of that stuff. Now we suffer from from death or ascension to a new world or new realm however you want to explain it there are books on people that have died before and came back to life reincarnation obviously has to be real if it happened to Jesus so just saying Um, so it lowers heart disease eating more fruits and vegetables can improve heart disease like elevated cholesterol blood sugar and blood pressure levels furthermore green peppers are rich in lutein don't know what that is but it's essential to the eye health it helps protect against light exposure, reduce damage to the photoreceptors cells in your eyes. It reduces the risk of age-related muscular deterioration and condition that causes of vision loss. Hold on, we're going to come back to this because someone wants to call me. Um, 
Why am I going outside? You want to kiss me? I wonder if this person wants to kiss me. It's like three o'clock in the morning. I don't feel like talking to people right now. I'm literally going to get to the reason why. Well, it's not the reason why I'm making this podcast is because I'm freaking up, y'all. I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. And I want to know who's up with me. And I'm cold. It's like August 19th. And I'm freaking cold right now. Like my feet are cold. My body is cold. It's cold outside. I'm freaking freezing. And my organs, excuse me, pardon me, are up and moving around. So back to my green peppers that I feel like has me up and I'm blaming the green pepper. It could help maintain healthy body weight. Um, It's excellent to add into any type of meal plan or diet. Um, diet is literally just the food that you eat. McDonald's every day could be your diet. It doesn't matter, but we all know, or we don't know, that most people have vocabulary phobias. So certain words you use triggers them to just act different, feel different, be different. Um, let's say, let's read That's because people who eat more total fruits and vegetables tend to have lower body fat levels and weigh less than those who eat a low amount of produce. So, they're versatile and tasty. Um, Let's see what food flavonoids are flavonoids are compounds found in many plant products including teas citrus fruits and vegetables that have antioxidant properties and may lower your risk of heart attack or stroke um they're also in products like wine tea and chocolate there are six different types of flavonoids found in food, and each is broken down in your body different. So, flavonols, which help manage systems of cardiovascular disease, onions, kale, grapes, red wine, tea, peaches, berries, tomatoes, lettuce, stalcolones. I don't know how they really say this. But scallions, scallions, broccoli, Um, they have white tea, green tea, oolong tea, black tea, apples, purple and red grapes, blueberries, strawberries, coca and chocolate products, parsley, red peppers, celery, Camille, peppermint, which those are natural pesticide, work as a natural pesticide, protecting levels from harming harmful insects. Oh, wow. I did not know that. So they don't have to use chemicals as pesticide. You can use parsley water, 
red pepper water, celery water, camille or peppermint tea. It helps with inflammation. We have anti-inflammatory products and it may also help you manage your weight and cholesterol. Lemons, limes, oranges, grapefruits. Um, we have these anthocyanins, which is the prom prominently found in the outer skin of berries. So, cranberries, strawberries, blackberries, blueberries. What do flavonoids do? Help regulate cellular activity and fight off free radicals that cause oxidative stress on the body. It's a similar terms. They help your body function more efficiently while protecting it against everyday toxins and stressors. Stressors. Okay. Um, dark chocolate, lima beans, all of those things. Inflammation is one of one of your body's ways responses to allergy, germs, toxins, and other irritable or irritates can cause trigger inflammation that results in uncomfortable symptoms. Wow, I didn't know that either. But I actually can tell when I'm having like a lot of little germy stuff going on too. Okay, I learned a lot. For real, flavonoids, flavonoids. Yeah, I read this because I care. I care about y'all. I care about myself. And a lot of things you don't learn until it's, like, too late or your health is, like, really shitty. Ouch. And it's just too much to learn. Shoot, I feel like I'm going to drink some dang on red pepper tea or something. Red pepper tea and black tea. Okay, so if you eat, well, this is for red peppers. Well, it's 90% water, well, 92% water if you eat it raw. It holds a lot of water. Um, we went through all the vitamins of it. Okay, so we're done with that. We learned about the flavonoids and a lot about green pepper, and that's why I'm partially up. So something that was coming through my mind, now let's get to what they call the meat and potatoes. I get these irritating feelings but it's not irritating because depending on who the person is it can be a beautiful feeling like butterflies in my stomach and i feel like i'm in love or falling in love or i really really like this person or a mixture of love and a mixture of like lust all at the same time 
And then I get this feeling with certain people where it's like, I get this gut feeling where it's like, I'm a little nervous. And then like when I get the butterflies, my heart doesn't race that fast and I don't get anxiety. But I just feel like really flustered in the face and like oh my gosh it's just too beautiful but it's like not real it doesn't feel fucking real like why is it happening to me i'm so freaking confused and then with some other people i get this this gut feeling and then i get this anxiety and then i get nervous and then i get curious and then i get a little bit angry or i've got to just calm it all down and i was like okay let's look this up because I know that if I'm getting angry or if this person can bring like the worst out of me, I don't need to be around these people. I don't need to be with these these succulent, demon, vampire, energy-stealing individuals that is just trying to use me and abuse me and help me go down the wrong path in life just so the magical world and universe and Allah and Buddha and just the lords above that have did great work in our lives can turn it all around later on. I'm trying to prevent that. I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole where things get so messed up and screwed up. And I have to like literally crawl and scrape blood, sweat, and a lot of tears, falling off nails just to get back to where I want to go in life. And I do have confidence. It's just right now, my self-esteem is not high. But I have confidence. Definitely have confidence. Just my self-esteem is not high. Something has to give. Like, there's a reason why I'm not going out there. And I feel like I was doing this whole campaign thing. Like, let's save families. Let's get them financially educated. You know, they were telling us in 2017... And 2018, 2019, markets are going to crash soon. They were saying that, you know, a lot of people that was in retirement are not going to have pensions. They're not going to have retirement funds. Um, They said it was going to be difficult for them to have the SSI. Just so much financial literacy I was coming across being in the financial industry. And we didn't know what was going to cause it to happen. Next thing you know, we learned about all the things that were going to happen in 2017, 2018. And boom, 2019, the pandemic happens. You know, a lot of people loses their job. They got these stimulus checks coming out left and right. Everybody getting unemployment so easily. Everybody's getting probably SSI so easily. Boom, 2020 comes around. 2021 comes around. You know, we become short of coins a little bit. Um, Some of the banks become short of dollars. A lot of banks have closed like Silicon Valley. And you have Bitcoin going down tremendously. It was doing so well. It was literally almost in 60,000s. Now it's half of 60,000. There's so much going on. It was ridiculous how overwhelming life became dealing with all of that stuff. And getting off subject but not getting off subject because i'm trying to figure out how that all ties together but when you replay it back we'll just see how that just all ties together 
but it causes all of these feelings in your stomach and in your gut and that's it just goes back to how again i care about so much and my self-esteem has went up and down up and down dealing with certain individuals that have stolen energy a matter that cannot be created nor can it be destroyed which it can be created but it can't be destroyed it just has its own vibration that just continues to go up and down and people need to learn how to recharge their cells replenish their cells feed themselves with nothing but good energy good positive affirmations and just do what makes you happy definitely put the right foods and stuff in your body right now i feel like i'm being attacked by parasites i'm not even about to lie how i know is because my skin becomes so fucking itchy and it has to be something attacking me like literally sometimes i will bite something and it feels like ow the chicken nugget bit me from the inside out or like ow the hot dog bit me from the inside out and my skin has just been so irritated right now i have breakouts on my face but i've been eating a lot of meat and i haven't even been eating steak for real and i love me some steak but i've been eating a lot of chicken and we all know it's like chicken is the most tainted thing in the world unfortunately because they pump it with so much chemicals on a daily basis so even though it's good and it's lean it's pumped and filled with too much chemicals too much antibiotics and it's just pumped to make it grow faster so that's why some chicken is just way too big some pieces is way too skinny most people prefer skinny chickens than the big chickens because at least it's probably not pumped with steroids it's just so much we have to take into consideration and it's like cheese louise but they're saying that the red meat is about to be more healthier than the chicken or start eating more oxtails start eating more lamb start eating more fish but be careful from your fish because you have farm raised fish where that's not good it's crossbreeded or it just comes with more germs and more parasites it's like no if no one's going to care about you you have to care about you or hopefully you have somebody in your family that cares about you and again I wanted to make this definitely on why falling in love gives you butterflies and why messing with certain people gives you these nervous flies. And it was a quote that I seen that says, your light can attract moths or it can attract, let me see if I can find it really quickly. Your light can attract... So your light can attract moths or it can warmth or your warmth can attract parasites, protect your space and energy. So and your your light or your smell can just attract like all type of insects. I'm gonna say that too. So this article that talks about these butterflies or these moths is by Nicole Spector. 
It was created in 2018 and it was on the Today Show and it was dealing with relationships. And it starts off with saying, and just to let y'all know that we literally have about four minutes and 60 or 80 seconds to read some of this stuff. So how do we know when, how, well, how do you know when you're in love or that you have a crush? Probably you get the fluttery sensation in your stomach, a.k.a. you feel butterflies. Is it poetic? I can't even say it. It's not coming out. Poetic. Poet, poetic. I guess it is poetic. It's not how you say it. I know that's not how you say it. Y'all don't make fun of me. Poetic <laughs> image: a belly full of <laughs> glitter, monarchs, and shallow tails that alight when you beloved walks into a room. But it's more than just a moving metaphor. It's a physical phenomenon that points to the profound tie between body and mind. And it and it just and it's not just a jittery stomach. It usually also climby climbing palms, a heart racing, and an inability to focus on anything but the apple of your eye and the absence of this distantly physical symptoms can be just as telling as your presence. I can recall plenty of first internet internet dates that I went on or went into optimistically. He sounded perfect in his profile, only to return home disappointed. I just feel, I just didn't feel anything. I'd report to my friends when it went on my second date with my now fiance nearly five years ago. It was only because the thought of seeing him again made my heart skip a beat, and I felt so nervous I couldn't eat my body did the talking my mind listen the butterflies are really about the birds and the bees when i reached out to scientific experts for this story i underscored that the focus was a new romance or a crush rather than lust or passion turns out there's no distinction and listen at least not when it comes to the brain. Though these swarny sensations we recognize as signs that we're truly into someone are symptoms of sexual passion, not of under undying devotion. One of the challenges, quote, one of the challenges that science scientists face is that a lot of these physical symptoms are really consistent consistent with sexual arousal and response, says Dr. Nicole Purse, 
a psychophysiologist and the CEO of Libros. I think people want to hear its higher calling. Here is a higher calling or something like that. But the kinds of body changes in an early stage crush or factuation look very much alike when someone easily sexually aroused. These forny sensations we recognize as signs that we're truly into someone are symptoms of sexual passion, not an undying devotion. The stomach is simulated by a nerve and a motion and a motivation. Dr. Daniel Amen, a man, a psychiatrist, neuroscience, and author of several books, including Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, agrees that these body symptoms point more to lust and love incites the activation of a bisal ganglion in your brain as a crucial factor falling in love or rather falling in lust activates these pleasure centers housed in the bisal ganglion which causes this intimate psychological response. The heart beats fast and your hands get cold and sweaty and you're super focused on that person. Dr. Amen tells NBC News better, adding your stomach will do somersaults. Okay, you guys, we have about five minutes and it's about to shut off. So always remember, I love you because I love myself.
Wasn't that such a lovely song? <clears throat> you are here with me, Etara Talks, excuse me. As I go through my driveways. That was by Kane. Well, like Kenan Get You the Moon. So it'd be K I N A. It's a pretty good song for those that know about it and don't know about it. I just had to start off a little different. I'm not playing music today in the background. Right now, I didn't even really feel like doing this podcast, but I'm going to finish off from the other one we were doing that was going over... butterflies or like this swiveling type of sensation that you get that moves throughout your body either in your chest or in your in your gut area or your stomach your core whatever you want to say at the end of the day um that's where it feels like it's sitting at just above your belly button or even sitting in your pelvic area where your genitalias are You know, this is Tara's Talks. And I don't know if I said that, but I'm going to tell you again. And I like telling y'all that I love you because I love myself. Then I didn't feel like saying that. Like I said, it's a really big struggle for me to sit here and conclude. more information based off of part one but before we even finish with the butterflies in the stomach or this swiveling type of sensation that we may feel I'm going to start with going over a lovely Bible that there are schools developed and philosophies and reading and plays to enact out a story that people choose to ignore and shine light on. 
Yeah, I have halls. I'm going to keep my halls too. Today is September the 1st. Yesterday was August 31st. And yesterday was about rotting bones. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. From Proverbs 14.30 Somewhere in Proverbs, based off of the book you may be reading or looking at, or even if you have even heard of it, I'm sure it speaks about rots and things rotting and bones and peace or heart. Even the envy part, how someone can feel so jealous. Let's start off with reading the first paragraph. One of the most famous of Jesus' parables, parables is the parable of the prodiglog. Prodiglog, or lost son. In the story, the father who represents God welcomes back the or prodigal, prodigal, who represents anyone who walks away from God but then repents. We're about to make sure we understand this well, y'all. Prodigal. Prodigal. Spending money or resources freely and recklessly wasting extra rent. Extra I cannot read this. Extra vagant. Vagant. No, extra vagant. Extravagantly. Extra striving. Extravagant.
having or giving something on a large scale dessert with crunchy with brown sugar and prodigal with whipped cream. Political habits die hard. Those are sentences or quotes. The roads are so difficult to get out to you all. Let's read. Um, the story does not end at the point of restoration for the younger son. Consider how the older son, who considers himself the good son, treats his father. Danger, and I mean, angry, disrespect, arrogance, dishonesty, bitterness. The former prodigal has life. His older brother has rotten bones. As Jesus said several times, whoever exalts himself will be humble, and whoever humbles himself will be extract was from Matthew twenty three twelve. So <clears throat> that's that part. Now, that was yesterday. Got a little rundown. Now, today, it speaks of the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. A large population is a king's glory, but without subjects or prince, it's real. Is ruined. Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick tempered displays folly. A heart at peace gives love to the body, but envy rots the bones. Whoever oppresses the poor shows contentment of their make for their maker, but whoever is kind to the needy honors God. When climate Climity comes, climity comes. The wicked are brought down, and even in death, the righteous seeks refuge in God. 
Wisdom reposes in the heart of the discerning, and even among fools, she lets herself be known. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people, condemns any people. And then people want to sit around and talk about it. And wants to break all of this down. So the fear of the Lord is the fountain of life. It's like everyone's living their best life. Like it reads for what it is. And it's really difficult to sit here and break and show something down. But I understand people need to be reminded. And then if they can't be reminded, then it's just really, really tough to deal with them and that's why these establishments are put here to help it help keep the just to a degree and help keep the order keep the peace and people really just try to help out as much as they can but some things are beyond their control because they don't feel empowered they feel like they always have to ask someone permission to do something versus just doing with their first instinct would want them to do and then worrying about the situation later is <sighs> that's just how it goes with most things some people just quickly respond and that's why it goes back to the being patient then you are mainly the one that has more control over what you say and what you do And for the causes of things. And then people might say not necessarily. That's the conversation that needs to be had with the, the scholars of the world. Um... So it goes on to read about James 4, 10 through 12. Humble yourselves in the presence of the Lord and he and He will exalt you. Do not speak against one another, brothers and sisters. The one who speaks against a brother or sister or judges his brother or sister speaks against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge of it. 
There is only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But who are you? Judging your neighbor. Okay, I just take a phone call. Now we back in action. I wanted to just do the whole phone call on it, but then it was like, nah. But still, I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. And what I am tired of is just like the feelings. But. I understand. Sometimes you just do like if you ever been cut before, or accidentally cut yourself, scraped yourself really bad, stepped on glass. Um, one time, my freaking nephew, he freaking got a wire stuck in his foot. Like, ouch. Like, and it was associated with a toy car, so he ended up stepping on it, and what a freaking big cool and good thing. I don't know exactly what they had to do to get it out, but we definitely had to take him to the hospital. But sometimes you just have to go through some things where it needs repair. Someone to take care of you during your most vulnerable moment, during an unexpected event. Because there are causes and effects to things. And there are just effects of things. And effects is like how it impacts you versus because something happened it affected a certain type of response or outcome like if i'm not mistaken just like my theory of life volcanoes erupting earth gets hot earth gets hot fires wildfires people setting fires by tossing cigarettes or just lighting regular fluid to stuff As prices high, they saying that it's low. 
Even if it's low. Or if it's high, then it's low. That's how I'm thinking about it. In short words to put it all together. So... Or you can decide the the coordinates of which we all are placed are very unique in its own way and should be treated in such a way that it prevents the adverse effect. that we will put here and it's not to really put up with the way people have been abusing and misusing each other and things so let's go to these little reflection questions back to the book when you have acted like the older son in the parable of the prodigal son when have you acted like the older son in the parable of the prodigal son So let's go back and reflect. One of the most famous of Jesus' parables is the parable of the prodigal or the lost son. The story of the father who represents God welcomes back the prodigal who represents anyone who walks away from God but then repents. So at the end of the day, it's like, There is a chain reaction to things, and when there's a chain reaction, you actually get to see the benefits or the risks or the symptoms of an experiment. So you may in some shape form because there are many books based off of our origins and based off our capitals and based off of our cities and counties and so much more. It's like everyone almost has their own little handbook, but we really don't have the handbook to what it is exactly. The possibilities are in one's life. 
and working hard for what we want is always going to be number two. Most people say, okay, we'll put God first, number one, but, and then, like, you know, number two, all of this extra stuff. And I'm just like, just prioritize and what feels right and comfortable to you, then you put those things in order to your liking. Not necessarily someone else's liking because we all feel different ways and we see and hear differently. We don't all dress the same every day. Definitely, we don't all wear uniform every single day. So we are able to freely express ourselves and it has always been like that regardless of how anyone makes you feel. The Constitution, no laws or statutes, the amendments, the acts, everything of that nature, the Bible, everything of that nature is guidelines for us to be able to do whatever it takes to be an outstanding individual in society to the best of the the rules that we have been given almost it's the same thing as if we want to play a video game or board games or a game on your phone or you know you make up a game outside tag a freeze tag shoot you know, Game Boys, whatever, tablets, like, in order to get a check complete, to get, like, okay, a a green card, like, let's say, um, a black card, um, it's pretty intense. But having a team of people that all want the same thing, need the same thing, want to work together in something, again, that goes back to the reason why taxes were due and donations were always needed at the end of the day. Because to make sure that every county, city, capital, uh, Providence, tribe you come from, it's like working together is the best thing that we have for each other. And just whatever it is. Should you do want to go shopping, go shopping. Once you get what you need to do and just sit here and do the things that make you happy and make you smile. <laughs> like how many people might have insecurities about their teeth or don't have insecurity about their teeth or have insecurity about their feet or their stomach or anything like that means insecurity means at the end of the day you dislike something about yourself and if someone might say something about it you tend to get on defense mode you're not on offense 
offense lays back a little bit, it's more chill. Defense is like, you know, you're defending yourself, you're defending your feelings, you are trying to find whatever you can to validate your your movement. The agenda. So, how often do you compare yourself to others, judge others, why, and why? Let me just have this. Okay, I'm back with it. I had to step away. Crisscross applesauce is a pretty tough thing to do. I don't know how many people know about crisscross applesauce. I know about crisscross applesauce. And it's pretty much how the Indian people sit when the feet is kind of coming towards your pelvic or the inner, like towards your stomach. But I can't all do it all the way. Like that's a that's a big stretch. That's a big stretch. Okay, so back to the question: How often do you compare yourself to others? Um, I'm an empath. I learned about empathy very early in my life and I just tend to understand people and they sometimes understand me that's just how I go they really do understand me to a degree um just always have to find the right words and I'm using all of these fillers I don't care if I'm using fillers because to go through life there's always going to be some missing blanks because there's just so much to oversee and like look at and comprehend and work with that's why people stick to their niche or stick to their niche that's just the way that it is like if you love skateboarding you're always going to be a skateboarder if you like cooking, you're always going to be a cooker. If you like shopping, you're always going to be a shopper. That's your thing. That's your go-to. But, again, it goes to say there's liabilities and there's assets. And the more you take away and don't add in into your life, it's the more that you put yourself in this clutter and debt and frustration and something to complain about so either you can play victim or play superhero or play villain um it's very concerning we have to deal with 
I'm doing a podcast. Hold on, y'all. But then I really, because I just. So. My whole thing about life is. I don't compare myself to others. Like, I just am super excited and happy for other people and their achievements or successes in life or whatever they choose to do as long as they're happy and they put a smile on people's face but to a level or a certain degree um the foolishness has definitely went way beyond limits and people definitely did not give their children really the proper training in life and when you train someone you teach them to be a better them and go back to whatever it is that they used to want in life when they was a child whatever it is you used to ask your parents for that's what you need to work hard to get in the big adult version side because now when you're little and you wanted things to little people, anything looks like it's super huge. But to huge people, little things look little. So now you just get the big adult version size. You get a dollhouse and then when you grow up, you go buy a real house. Create the life your imagination always wanted. It makes you feel like you're a boss. You're a winner. You're a survivor. You're living. You're breathing. You're eating. You're peeing. You're pooping. You're driving. You're brushing your teeth. Judge others. Um, can't really help it a little bit. That's for anyone and everybody. To judge someone is just like we all do to a certain degree. Even to say that you're pretty is a judgment. It's to me, I believe that's what it is. It is a compliment. It is a dismantling slaughter of you or this beautiful constructive rebuild of a better individual so let's go over what judgment is judgment is a noun the ability to make considered decisions or come to a sensible conclusion. 
don't see why having a compliment, you came to the ability and the decision to tell someone something or do something about something and poke your nose in places it shouldn't be. It's an opinion or a, a conclusion, so opinion of something or someone, a decision of a court or judge. So we all know what court is and judge, and that's their opinion, their conclusion, their findings, their sensibility, their ability to consider decisions amongst our lives at the end of the day. Either for small small prices or no prices at all. So we go over that why. I don't really have to even get into why. So, what do you envy in others? Why? Mm. They want us to talk about this. I can't believe they want to really talk about that. Envy in others. Mm. The lack of home training. I'm jealous. I'm jealous how they can simply just not even care and think for themselves to a certain degree. And then also do think for themselves when they really want to. Or however it best benefits people individually instead of thinking about the team. Or thinking about the whole dynamic of the possibilities of things going right or wrong. Just simply based off of how you even or the other person reacts to any situation or any event and where is the true discipline where's the true satisfaction where's the true greed level and let's just say we're going to rate it from one to ten to figure out where it is that you fall on that category or on that scale Um, what do you, what else could I possibly envy about others? Um, their strength. Because they have been surviving for so long, doing whatever it is that they needed to do to just save or think that they live in life to the best of their fullest when if you ain't living nothing like what's on tv then you're not even really doing anything and that's what exactly what they want for us to pick our categories and like be really great at it pick your genre pick your step pick your flavor Pick your toothpaste brand. Pick your dish liquid. Pick your shoes.
Next question. In what situations are you slow to anger? And what does your temper flare quickly? So what, first question is what, in what situations are you slow to anger? This almost is like going over like what different mentors can help people deal with when it comes to like attitude and career development or like self-awareness class like and that's what needs to take place self-awareness class and that's why there's life coaches a lot of people need a life coach and it's to just teach them about life and where they won't be judged for how they think or how they speak or how they dress I'm twist my feet up. So, when does your temper flare up? In what situation slow to anger? Hmm. You know what? I do know. The lies. It's the lies for me. I think that would be my number one pet peeve. If someone was to ask me. Now that I'm starting to refresh my memory on so much. I feel fully interrupted and disturbed and uneased. And at this very moment, When does your temper flare up? Um, after you done told me three lies. <laughs> Let's just keep it like that. I give you like three or four. <clears throat> but once you done did that, I think my temperament has went to a whole nother level. And it's all about patience and self-discipline. And just to continue to walk my faith, my beliefs, and my truths as a citizen as of the United States of America uh, and a lady that has clearance to still travel the universe. And when I say that, I mean just the planet that we are living on, of course, based off the solar system. Because I have a passport. I have a passport.
certified. So this episode definitely are meant for live because you just don't know if you're gonna get like ten minutes with me or like an hour, two or three. So I just say just book your time and people will be truly, truly well accommodated. That's how I see it, you all. Now we don't went over that. That was fun. Just to read some literature. Just look at it as if it's we're in English class. Reading literature class and writing. But it's a philosophy class. That's what they call this. They call this what we just did philosophy. Philosophy, like this, comes from the Bible because it's a whole bunch of different theories and perspectives that have been taking place in order to give us all of the wisdom. But you all, it's 45 seconds before we have to go on to a break. And we will be back to get to the real meat and potatoes of everything. So definitely get your water, do whatever you need to do in life, brush your teeth, get up, wash your butt or whatever, and come back and finish listening. Don't forget to like, follow, or subscribe to Tara Talks. Thank you. That's my haul. Bye.